All right, we're back for week two of the Every Adrian Brody Movie in Chronological Order podcast, a.k.a. BrodyCast. Yep. I am one, just one, of your favorite hosts, Spencer. I'm here with Adam and Greg, as always. I'm one of the hosts. Yeah. You're also one of the hosts. As I'm Chris. This is Greg. And this is Adam. It's really, this is Greg. It's really great to be back here. I think we've realized that our voices sound pretty much identical. Yeah. So, Spencer... Producer Hello. extraordinaire. That's me. If you can just put a little, uh, like, robot voice. Robot voice. Kind of like. There's, there's Greg. Yeah, like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Just, uh, what do you, what kind of voice do you want? I think Goldberg, Goldberg should have, like, a, a high pitch. I think it should be, like, a southern, like southern drawl type. Goldberg should have, like, Frank Ocean blonde. <laughs> the high pitch. <laughs> that definitely okay. peaked. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. We're, we'll, I'll, I'll, we'll fix that in post. We'll yeah, fix that in post. We're going off subject. You know, so what did we we're watch here today? To talk about one we thing. Watched, we're we here to talk about Adrian Brody. Yeah, of course. Tell like us we about are it, Spencer. Every week. Tell us about it, Spencer. What are we today? We today? watched the boy who cried, bitch. This what was year a, was it released? Spencer? 1991, I okay. believe. So we've got an 18-year-old Adrian Brody this time, and surprise, surprise, Adrian Brody fourth build on the opening credits. Mm-hmm. He actually has fairly substantial role in this movie yeah, was which great. was a nice break from last week <laughs> where he was just in the background yeah um this was an incredibly sad movie just mm-hmm. really sad uh basically it's adrian is sort of a supporting character um the main story is this emotionally troubled young man um sort of living with his emotionally troubled mother and his emotionally troubled brothers um he's nearly raped by an older gentleman who was obsessed with him at the very beginning of the movie and is later institutionalized and it kind of just follows him around as he struggles with his own mental well-being um the kid the kid the kid kid. really no redeeming qualities about this kid it's almost like he's a sociopath well i mean he's definitely psychotic Mm -hmm. i mean there it's you know, you have to feel for him a little bit because he's a 12-year-old child, um, or it seems, at least that's what IMDb mm-hmm. said, that he was 12. There's no real, he doesn't say yeah. that he's 12 I mean, in the movie. At the beginning of the movie, he takes an axe and threatens his mother with it. He definitely has some problems, but mom has problems, like, too. Yeah, mom has for um, sure his problems mom well. is Mom is definitely uh, partially to blame <laughs> for for this child's issues, I would say. Yeah. I mean, maybe, she's, maybe no. a little bit. Yeah, it's... I mean, the, the, the kid, kid is like definitely neglect messed up or, in the brain. You know, it's, yeah, he's he's been stunted. You know, this is a whole say. nature versus nurture conversation. Sure, I no, think I think probably both. half and half. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think both severely uh, influenced his, uh, his his poor behavior yes. in life. For sure. So really, really sad movie. Um, very. I don't know how, how how would you describe the direction? It's very. It was a. There's a word that I'm looking for that I can't quite remember, but it's like you could really feel uh, you could really feel the director. I felt like where like the, the camera yeah, is constantly of, moving and showing, and yeah, spinning around and, and doing too. all yeah. these weird movements and yeah, there are it made you dizzy sometimes. Right, right. We specifically know there are two shots um, in two different scenes where the camera circles around two yeah, characters, a conversation really fast. Yeah, like a, I was feeling a little like twenty-five woozy. miles an hour. I think we should also note that we watched this on YouTube via oh, right. VHS rip. Yep, um, so quality was pretty miserable. It was what two forty p. Oh, is that a worse? Is than that, that a p? 
with uh, what we think is Dutch subtitles. Yeah, we're not quite, yeah. we're not quite sure the language yeah. of origin. Yeah. It was Germanic roots, as Spencer <laughs> yeah. said. It was, yeah, uh, the only version of the movie we could find yeah. anywhere. New York, New York Library didn't have it. No, no library had it. But, but it wasn't the, online anywhere else. The YouTube video did have it had solid reviews. I mean, yeah. sorry, it had it had eight thousand eight thousand views. views. Yeah, and, it's good comments. I mean, People were, were happy with the video. Yeah, and and you know like a lot of likes. You're definitely not going to stumble across this movie. No, you, definitely not. You really not. have you to have be to look. searching you, you for seek it out. the boy who cried bitch. Yeah, and really know that this is what you. I mean, watch. Name, let's say. I mean, if way, you the boy who cried bitch. I mean, well, yeah. maybe that's like if you're looking on YouTube for crying bitches, and then you know maybe it would appear in the recommended somehow. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, it's an hour and forty minutes yeah. of that. Like yeah. maybe that'll be. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how the YouTube search algorithm works, no, but I do neither. think I think that you're right in that so, regard. I mean, maybe it was a good idea in retrospect. They probably, they, maybe the boy who cried bitch predicted YouTube in some way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, and again, you know, Spencer said it before, but just this movie is devoid of all hope. It's depressing. It kind of, not, not by plot or anything, but it reminded me of like, of Requiem for a Dream and oh. that just like, at the end, you're just like, oh boy, I just feel terrible about life. Yeah. And you know that no good is coming out of this for any no. of the characters. There's Definitely not even a good for anybody watching it in the film. There's no like sign well, of hope. The only the only good thing, and that's interesting, you say that the only good moment is that I do think Adrian Brody probably was the mm. only no, good. That's I mean, like even on the like, surface, like plot wise, even like his character was the only one that really like. He was the only friend, yeah, and he was well, like a good. Well, person. I mean, I think and this is a, a great time to introduce he, Adrian's character. Right, that's true. Okay, so at about let's see, what was the time code here? We got it at twenty six minutes and seven seconds. So those of you following into the along, YouTube, if you want to just skip directly to Adrian's first appearance, mm-hmm. yeah. it's at twenty six minutes seven seconds. His character's name is Eddie. Yep, he is one of the patients at the mental institution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. It's yeah, she calls it like a, a holding facility of some kind. Yeah, it's I don't a mental know. institution. Yeah, I mean, so he is one of the patients there. Yeah, for youths. Yeah. Um, and he is introduced when Dan, the main character, is brought to the yeah, mental like institution checking for, the into first, the, for the first time. The place. And we first see him. He's wearing a backwards cap. Oh, super. Red he just looks cap. super chill. And a lot that of flow, hair, yeah. The flow is... With a, with a pretty cool t-shirt as well. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he was wearing jeans. He, he looks like graphic, too. He's, yeah. he's got a trendy look going for, yeah. the, for the 90s. This is 91, so he's... He's what? 18. He's 18. 18. Yep. Looking, looking good. And he, you know, his his first line. He's he's talking about. I mean, he just like his character is just like Dan in some respects. He's he's on antipsychotic medication because he's crazy. Yes, which we find out uh, later in the film. Yeah, how crazy he actually is. He's 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 pretty crazy. And yeah. Adrian does a good job of capturing. I don't know the. The dualistic nature, I guess. I, I do want to say. I want to say <laughs> one thing as regard in, in regards to what Spencer was saying about Adrian being a positive, uh, you know, positive character in the film. I mean, on one hand, it's because it's Adrian, but right. on the other hand, he 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 has an uplifting arc. Yeah, yeah, he's, that's he's, the, he's, he's the, the only one. Really, the only one. I yeah. feel like. I yeah, mean, Jessica, he's the kid's friend. He's, he's the kid's like first and only friend. Yeah. essentially. And it, like when, well, and that's really the like it really makes you feel it because Adrian. So a spoiler alert: Adrian gets pulled out of um, the mental institution by his father because he thinks that the main character is a bad influence on Adrian, which yeah. is which true. he is. He's the, definitely is. true. The main character convinced 
Eddie, Adrian's character, to stop taking his antipsychotic medication, yeah. which leads and, to... Uh, we see the results of that. Mm-hmm. You know, we see some great acting by Adrian as he has two personalities. Three. Three. Right? Three? No, two. I, th- I think it's two. He, no, yeah, you're right. You're he right, calls right, himself, right. what, Sergeant Bill? Yeah. Sergeant Bill. I, yep. he's, he talks to someone called the captain, but I think he just is talking to the teacher. He was. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. talking yeah. to the teacher, yeah. So he, uh, once he's off his meds, we see that um, he's crazy. And he has a, another personality named Sergeant Bill, mm-hmm. who is uh, in the Vietnam War. Right. And is just absolutely insane. And then when he snaps his fingers, he turns mm-hmm. back yeah, into Yeah, he can sort of interchange between yeah, and he, his these personalities. two personalities fight with each other. And he goes back and forth by snapping his fingers. It's, it's, it's a, a pretty impressive piece of acting. A, yeah, it was right a good there. scene for him. Yeah. Especially, I mean, and so we'll get into this later, but I mean, in, compar- in comparison to the last... His last performance, New which, York Stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Our first are, episode, right? <laughs> the yeah, pilot. I mean, we we didn't really see any of his acting. We don't see him at all. Last. And to go from yeah. background actor to guy juggling two personalities, it was pretty impressive. Pretty, very like, impressive. He, he was, what two years can do. Yeah, he was likely taking some classes in those two years. He, was, he probably had an acting coach. I mean, I would imagine. I think so. uh, he definitely got an agent. Yeah. Sorry, oh. we got to mute the. Uh, we watched. We watched all these on the Xbox One. It's pretty some, some noises right now. Yeah, get pretty loud. <laughs> so I think do we um do we want to get into you know our favorite line? Well, I mean, of I think first first we need to answer the question: Is this a good movie? Oh, is this good? Movie? I mean, Adrian's appearance uh, really was one of the best parts of the movie. Definitely, mm-hmm. I think the shine. I mean, anytime moment. he was on screen, I was definitely more interested in the movie. You know, that's because we're doing this podcast, so I'm right. always looking for Adrian. Right. But it was just like a pretty. I thought it was a poor movie, but when we saw Adrian, his character was was kind of funny. Yeah, it was, was interesting. It's good had to good see. Good dynamic with the main character. So I, it was. It was they good to see they him. had the best relationship. I felt, or at least like the most, where the relationship that I felt like the acting wasn't so over the top. Mm-hmm. I do. I think the most interesting relationship was definitely the character, or between the characters of Dan and his mother. Yeah, I would say, but. The believability of that relationship, I, I, I don't know <laughs> if it was quite yeah. quite uh, like up to par. If that makes sense, like they're they're both were so. There's so many like escalationists. I guess yeah. is the word. I don't know. I like, mean, if if your son took an axe to you, you would probably yell at him or, or scold well, him or I, yeah or and, and not just be like, hey, put that axe down. Well, spoiler alert: she ended up shooting him the second time he uh right yeah it was almost like a weird standoff at the end of the movie yeah, it was where like he a, had a gun on her like a cowboy movie. and then he dropped the gun and or gave her the gun essentially Wait, and he did was he give to, her the gun he dropped he it. dropped it like right next to her I, I didn't I, see and that. then he he took like a throwing axe and was about to throw i think it the same her. axe from earlier well mm-hmm. i think he was running towards her yeah uh i i my understanding of that scene was that he wanted her to shoot him you know like he was I, kind of egging yeah. her on yeah he's definitely yeah so, so Spencer, do you think it's a good movie? That's a tough question, and it, I would say no. I I don't think so. If only just because, I, like, maybe, and then maybe that's just a, a function of just we watched it in terrible quality. With it certainly did not with help Dutch it, yeah. subtitles, so that like you know it's it might have colored my opinion in some respects mm-hmm. you know but i just the fact think it was that, so that, melodramatic yeah. and there was really no it just kind of felt 
like loose if that makes sense like there was a lot of like really hard cuts to just new scenes with conversations already taking place mm-hmm. where it was kind of you kind of there's no establishment of like yeah. oh where are we right now what are we doing and and kind of like you know three quarters through the movie all of a sudden they've been living in new york city this entire time yeah. and haven't referenced it up until mm-hmm. this point and yeah. then oh he's down on lexington lexington avenue or he's mm-hmm. in grand central and it's just kind of like where where did, New York Where did all of this come from? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fact that we kept on checking to see how much time was left right. in the movie yeah. is, yeah, is pretty telling. Which I'm really, I'm, I'm, usually I'm really against it. But this movie, when we were like an hour into it, we're like, there can't be that much time left. I think, the, I, I didn't think it was a very good movie either. And the, for me, this movie's very plot heavy. And it's Extremely. very like exposition heavy. There's not a lot like behind it. There's not a lot of like thematic elements. It's more just like this kid's life and following him in the relationship with his mother. Um, and for me, it just kind of was the same thing over and over and over again. And maybe yeah. that's the point, Yeah. but yeah. regardless of whether that's the point or not, it, it was, it was a little just too much of the same thing over and over again. Same emotions. There wasn't variation in the style or the acting or the characters. So it's for me, that's note. why yeah. I, with that said, I think that it was still better than New York stories, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend this to to probably anybody, uh, unless you're the biggest Brody fan, of course. Right. I mean, yeah. if you, I mean, if you're, if you're a Brody fan, I would just go watch the Brody scenes. I, I think I guess that we can, I guess that that can go without saying going forward. We we all feel like if you're a Brody fan, you'll watch this movie. You yeah, or at the or very least, whether scenes. or not it's good. So we'll, we'll we'll let the good going forward. You can all assume that yeah. Again, that time was what was it? Twenty six oh seven. Twenty six minutes seven seconds. Okay. Yep. This is this according to the VHS rip from YouTube. Right, so right. your DVD version may vary. I, I don't think this movie has ever been out on DVD. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. I could not find a physical copy, even like being sold anywhere online, hmm. or or any libraries nearby. Yeah. Support your local library. I think that's that's something that we should probably plug every time. Support your local <laughs> library. As long as they have the movies we need. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise or don't support it. <laughs> um. So how did this performance? I know we kind of went over this, but like officially, how did this performance rank with the other performance we've seen? And well, this is going to be an ongoing list we do every week. Right. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we only have two performances to compare so far, yeah. but but we'll rank. We'll have an ongoing list of, of all of the performances. Do you want to speak for all of us in this, Spencer, I think? Well, I mean, I think we all agree, right? Yeah. This is the better, without question. better yeah, performance. I mean, obviously. Just because we see, I mean, we actually get like 10 minutes of Brody in yeah. this movie as opposed yeah. to... Tenth, a tenth of a second. Yeah, yeah. We, I, we I got was, a lot of lines. I, I was wondering. We talked about this a little bit before, just between ourselves. I was wondering if Adrian was going to be typecast as a a high school kid who works at a at a newspaper <laughs> going forward. Yeah. I think I think that you know he did do a great job with that. In, really, um, really got yeah. into that in life without I mean, Zoe in New York stories. So, uh, but you know he, they they let him uh, step outside of that role yeah. a bit. They gave yeah. him a little bit more opportunities as a psychotic. You can't nineteen year old yeah. Brody. No. no, and that—that's the thing, you know. He's—he's I mean, he's, he's showing range a already. Lot of range. I mean, that, eighteen-year-old. That dual personality well, 19, scene right? was really impressive. I no, I think he's eighteen because he was sixteen for eighteen New York or stories. nineteen. Or two or years after. Yeah, no, but no. the schizophrenic—he really did kind of capture mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, how could we forget that uh, he beatboxed? Oh, that's oh, true. Okay. Good point. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get back to that. Yes, that's how there that was, fits into. We will. Adrian's life. I well, think we we'll should... just say it was very impressive. Yeah, it was. It was. I think he really should... knows how to hold a beat. Yeah. Adrian's line of the week. 
Oh, yes, Adrian line of the week. So, it's good uh, turkey. Moist. Yeah. Well, let's set the scene for this. So they're at um. So Dan, at, uh, the hospital. Dan the and his Institute. family are having some type of holiday dinner. Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think there were turkeys on the table. And there's also a Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah it's huh. something. It was just like holiday. I and then why know. would he be? He was talking about the turkey though. There was I mean, turkey. You, you, some people have turkey on Thanksgiving or Christmas. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. right. I mean, fair oh. point. It could have been. It was, it was around the holiday. It was, time. It's a holiday time. <laughs> sure. And uh, there, it's <clears> one of those. It's one of these shots we talked about earlier where. The camera is constantly circling around yeah. this table while everyone is talking, and it um, it'll cut and, and go in the reverse. Sometimes. Very confusing. Mm-hmm. And Adrian comes over, Eddie. Camera yeah. stops. Camera, camera yeah. stops <laughs> to to focus on Eddie, and he's he's hoping or wishing Dan a happy holiday and hoping that he's having a good meal with his family. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he said he hopes his father would yeah, come too, which was a sad moment yeah, for him. Right. It was very understated. Yep. But it did seem like his father was not coming. Yep. Most likely not. But then he so he meets um the mom. Candace. Yep. Some odd some odd sexual tension there. A little bit. Yeah, it was they a hold on weird. her for a little little long um while he's talking, I feel yeah. like. It was it, it was just, a little she weird. has a like a longing sort of look. I don't know. But I feel like they did well, yeah, we'll get back Mi- to that. They do that quite a bit in yeah. this movie. With yeah. with McSteamy. The yeah. head of the uh, yeah, <laughs> the head of the um, the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, anyway, so then he, he's talking about uh, the meal, and then this is what he says: is his famous uh, what is he again? Nice, nice turkey. It's, it's good turkey. Or it's good turkey. Yeah. Moist. We said enjoy the turkey. It's good turkey. Moist. Moist. Oh right. And then and then Dan repeats moist later. Yeah, like ten seconds or Correct. even twenty seconds later. It was just kind of funny. Very unexpected. Yeah, it's like moist. And I, moist I is just a weird like word in general. Now, like, oh, yeah. like moist, the word moist has like makes people uncomfortable. And I think that that like it's like a sort of a recent phenomenon. I, I don't know. It also it also sounds a little sexual. I don't it's the word it, yeah, the way moist. The, the, yeah moist. which yeah moist yeah. And he was looking at Candace when he said it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, another a couple other two, you know. I mean that line that line's my favorite as well. Right. Um, it's turkey it's moist i mean yeah i mean like, instantly on. when but, we heard it we were like all right write this yeah. down this is this is gold it's another two that were early in uh in the movie that i that i thought were interesting and worth bringing up was he says so both dan and eddie and again eddie's adrian Brody's character are both into war right um, yes. and violence and eddie says it's beautiful the vietnam experience which i just thought was an odd thing to say. Yeah, I mean, there was and a then lot of talk about so, the Vietnam War throughout the movie. There was, but I, and I guess, I guess you know, it is a thing for young people to have a fascination with war, um, whether that's movies or just media. I think kind of not every young person, but some people don't have an Stereo- understanding of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dan especially was was pretty fascinated with war and weapons, but and, and that violence. was probably a function of the his his friend, um, the Vietnam War veteran who was clearly tried to rape him. Yes, yeah, was was definitely getting there. Yeah, he was yeah. going for it. Yeah. yeah, he didn't. We didn't see any violent acts of attempted rape, but it, it got it was very it got clear. uncomfortably close. Yes, mm-hmm. put it that way. Yeah, but yeah, I think the that line was was interesting. I mean, because they were they were uh, both sort of admiring these pictures that Dan has placed on the wall of mm-hmm. of soldiers in combat um in the jungle right um and it, it, earlier in the movie dan and his friends like would play 
in the forest, um, the forest in New York City. Oh, which, yep, right. I'm not right. It's, I mean, I it could mean, have been Central Park, Park I guess. But they talk about Bronxville, Bronxville a little bit. But they, I know they like, shot. Do you want to explain as as a Westchester person? Do you want to explain what Bronxville yeah, is? Yeah, Bronxville is just it's in the suburbs. It's a it's in Westchester. It's a I think fairly small town. Uh, to my knowledge, it's pretty wealthy. We used to play them in sports in high school. Ah. Yeah. They always did, have the best equipment. Did you win? Uh, cross country? Yeah, we did. We, we beat so them. do you play people in cross country? How do, what do you well, do? Like I'm you just, just saying in, in all of our sports in general, uh, we would play them. But mm. specifically me, I, I guess, ran against them in cross country. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's good to know. That's good background info. Yeah. So nice you place. didn't think you'd learn this on the Adrian Brody podcast, yeah, but I mean, especially no, here we are. From Westchester, be like, learning about Adam, yeah, who's who has you, he's he has the uh, Frank Ocean blonde voice, right? Nikes. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're actually expecting it, but just that going forward, imagine yeah. listeners. Yeah, just, just think about it. Think about Adam's voices, Frank Ocean's Nikes. Yeah, it'll make it more enjoyable. Absolutely. So do we want do we want to does anybody have anything to touch base on with this movie or should we kind of get into just Adrian as the enigma kind of some things we've learned in the past? I think we've oh, discussed think the we've, movie we've, enough. I, I feel yeah, like we've beaten this under the ground. Yeah, we, we can just I mean there's not to, much to more to say Adrian. about the movie. Right. Other than what so what was the um what was the girl's name? Jessica. Oh yeah, Mo- oh, Moira, Moira, Moira Kelly was she, in it. And you she said she was Jessica. in The Lion King, right? Yeah, she is the voice of Nala. In the oh, Lion we'll King. see. There you go. So and if she's you, in the Twin Peaks movie. So if you're a Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. Yes. Twin mm-hmm. Peaks Firewalk with me and Lion King fan, there's another reason to check yeah. out this movie on YouTube. Well, also interesting to note, uh, she, the actress, Maura Kelly, was, I believe, 23 or 24 at the oh, time of the Oh, that's right. That is a and weird... the main character, Dan, is... 13 at the time of filming, and they had a romance mm-hmm. in the movie. Well, you never see them I mean, kiss, per se, but it was... They have a relationship. It a, yeah. It's platonic, but they get They're like they get cuddling close. at one point. Yeah. They yeah. share a long hug. A yeah. very long just hug broken that's up broken up. <laughs> yeah. As somebody who works at the uh, at the, the, uh, yeah. the asylum. I mean, it's, the, yeah. it's implied they like each other. Right. When she sends him a note well, when he's yeah. in solitary confinement. I heart you. Yeah. yeah. Jessica. Which is just, for any of you out there, it's a great way. To meet a meet a lady or in meet a gentleman, yeah. Yeah. in solitary confinement, yeah. just put a note under the yeah. door. And so chicks, it must have been interesting for a, <laughs> for Moira Kelly as a twenty four year old to mm-hmm. you know act being in a relationship with a thirteen year old. Yeah, that would be hard. She mm-hmm. did like if you if you hadn't have said that though, I would not have known that she was twenty four. She looked very young in yeah. the movie, but I also maybe it's just because like she's sort of like slotted against a 13 year old yeah, so you just assume that she's yeah. around the same Everyone age looks younger yeah and anyway, i mean we're also watching it in 240p so you know maybe we <laughs> lose a little true. bit of yeah resolution on the on the yeah. face there because so. the one other trivia thing about this movie is jason biggs is in it um, yes. and yeah has, it's his first speaking role we we, we weren't 100 percent sure who he, he was i think he, we think he's either a brother Oh no, we know no, he's not. He's, a brother. Not a brother. He's, he's, he's maybe the kid who comes in who's a big jerk. Yeah. After Adrian Bird's yeah. character leaves, Eddie is um, taken out of the, yeah. the institute. Mm-hmm. Another kid comes in, and we think that's Jason Biggs, right? Who think, uh, Dan later threatens with a fork. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Sticks a fork close to his neck. Yeah. I think that overall, this movie it had a lot of Adrian. Yes. Um, I think he had some good screen time as 
probably maybe maybe 10 minutes probably a little less yeah, probably a little less yeah um yeah i think he did a good job i mean he was great he lifted the movie yeah Absolutely. i would say he and he, he it shows that this is furthering his career yeah sure so yeah. on the official ranking it's gonna be um just of adrian rolls it's gonna be eddie and the boy who cries bitch as number one and uh what was the name of his character in the last one in new york Mel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We kept Number on, two, yeah. we have Mel in New York Stories. In New York Stories. Yep. So that, and that list will be revised. Expanded every, every, every time week. we do this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's entirely possible that at the end of this journey, we still have Eddie from mm. The Boy Who Cried Bitch at number one yeah. and Mel at number two. But yeah. I kinda And it's it. also up to revision. You know, we yeah. can change our mind. I feel like Once I, feel like I just want to say that now. It's Nothing is, is in stone. Yeah, this yeah. is... Permanent. It's just on our Zanga. But you know, site. we'll explain any changes. We'll, we'll update our Zanga yeah. site as. Feel free to check it out. <laughs> or MySpace. Um, okay, so it's, I think it's a good time to move into a good quote. Yeah. That, so we have we we're, Greg found. we're playing around a little bit with uh, kind of how we're gonna dig into Adrian, um, and Adrian as an enigma. Um, the first thing I want to touch upon here is going off of what um, Spencer and Adam had said regarding Adrian beatboxing. Mm. In the second scene that we see with him. Yeah, and he, he does a very good job <laughs> with it. Somebody else raps over his beat. Yep. Adrian's a huge hip-hop fan, and I did not know did this. Did not know that. Yeah. But he apparently, I'm looking at this this article here from MTV. It's, it's the five things you need to know about oh, Adrian Brody. It's a classic, yeah, it's a classic article. article. Um, it was a listicle. I think it was from 2011. So they were kind of, they were, they were up on the listicles yeah, pre-BuzzFeed days. Was Brody. That BuzzFeed? Uh, I doubt it. Man, I, th- I think BuzzFeed was around. I think BuzzFeed's been around since the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, so, they were there on the front lines. They were lines. making lists. <laughs> so Brody had the guts to get up in front of the Academy of American Poets at a New York event and declare Notorious B.I.G., one of the most important poets of his era, going on to recite Sans Music, Biggie's Ten Crack Commandments for the crowd. Hmm. So he he's apparently he's a big hip hop fan, loves Biggie, big hip hop guy. Um, I'm hoping that you know as we do more research um, into Adrian, we'll kind of find some of his music. I think it's out there. He's done some work. He's he's made some beats apparently. Huh. And hopefully we'll see him uh, beatbox a little bit more in movies. Or um, rap himself in movies. Yeah. See, we got to find his publicist. Um, what would be great is yeah. when he finally comes on our podcast. If right. He, like, drop a beat. We'll see if we... Oh, my God. We need, to reach, we need to reach out to his publicist. Oh, we my need God, to get, Goldberg. Yeah. We need to get some of these some of these tracks, you know? Because what better way to, you know, supplement the podcast than with with music from the man himself? Absolutely. Yeah. So the, the, the quote that um, Adam was referencing that we found in an article um from not the creators project not a listicle um <laughs> it's about this art piece that adrian was doing um at the art freeze in new york i believe that's how you pronounce it in new york and it was pretty much adrian loves fish um <laughs> as art and he kind of painted a bunch of fish <laughs> and there was one sculpture that he painted a sculpture of a fish He's getting really into art. So, can you explain that he painted a sculpture of a fish? Yeah, it was just like it's like uh, like a white sculpture of just like oh, a small fish, and he just kind of like splash paint on it. Okay, okay. all right. Um, see. I thought he was like painting a picture of a sculpture. No, 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 separate. No. He okay. he had like a whole gallery. Wow. Um, 
When was Do we that? know what the gallery was called? This was in 2015, I believe. Yes, I can give that to you in one second. I'm going to read this quote real quick. Okay. I think yeah, it'll put this, all this in perspective. Sure. Um, so Adrian here says, as an actor, unless you have a really mindful and powerful filmmaker, your work can either be diluted or diminished in some form. As an artist or painter, it's really your responsibility, your voice, and something you have to be accountable for as well. So I'm at that place. Adrian knows what's going on. And he also yeah. says, at this point in my life, it's become very clear what is important to me in my creative pursuits. Although I love acting, I have an interest in greater control, perhaps in my artistic endeavors, which painting affords. And I have an interest in directing and producing, which also are ways of ensuring overall overarching goals of the endeavor I'd be in as an actor would be met. I don't understand what the end of that sentence. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a lot are, of words there. I, I don't yeah. think I don't a think lot, he can words. words. Um, but. Yeah, I mean Brody like Brody's venturing out of just acting, which he has been for a while. He had he, the hip hop. He's yeah. got this art exhibit. Um, he rides skateboards. Yeah, so yeah, I that think does. that it's a great photo. Okay, so this yes. article this article is from May seventh, twenty sixteen, uh, and his oh, that's not too long ago. His um, art exhibit was called Hooked. It's a play on oh, words because uh, fish, he, he, fish man, who, who knew he liked fish so much. He's a, he's a smart man. Maybe we'll see in upcoming movies like slight references. To, yeah. Do we to have fish or is maybe there's a does he play like a fish? Is he in Finding Nemo or some shit? Oh, that's is he a good in, question. Um, what's that movie with the sharks? Shark movie? Shark Tale? Shark, shark Tale. Tale. Yeah. yeah shark is, that, Tale. is that with Will Smith? In yep. that one? Um, he might be. I don't know. So I, I think that, you know, we... I will say we missed the boat to continue the fish and water <laughs> references. Nice. Because um, this just happened in May. And we, in New York City, where, where we're based, yeah. where the podcast is based. Um, so we, we missed out. We should I mean, we got to have our like our ears to the ground at all times. I got to create yeah. my Google. I got to put Google Trends for, um, yeah, for Broad. Broadmaster Flex. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Broadster. I think you should probably set the Google trend for just Adrian Brody. I don't know if Broadmaster Flex has caught on yet, yeah, but oh, it will. It will. will I'll just I'll have both then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, just like know. any of his nicknames that mm-hmm. we've come up with, you can you can do the Broadster. Yeah. Broadquest. A B etc. <laughs> uh, should we talk about next, next week's movie? Yeah. movie? I guess it's not I'm really so next excited. week, but. Uh, okay. Next episode. The, the, yeah, the next episode uh, will be King of the Hill. Not to be confused with the TV show King of the Hill. Oh, uh, animated comedy. But the, uh, the 1993 live-action film King of the Hill. He stars as Lester Silverstone. Mm. Um, Terrible name. Yeah, not... On Wikipedia, he's... Lester. Lester. Looks like he's eighth build. Mm. But, yeah. I mean, it was nominated for the, the Palme d'Or... Oh, right. Oh, yeah. it's, is it in Cronenberg or... Uh... Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Yeah, oh, Soderbergh. Okay, so big-time director. Yeah. Although he... Oh, I mean, the... his first role was big-time director, too. Right. This is the first movie, correct me if I'm wrong, Goldberg, that Soderbergh wrote and directed after Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Yes. Which won the Palme yep. d'Or. Ah. And the second he directed yeah. after Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Mm-hmm. So we're excited. in for a good one. So where can you where can you find it? Well, I found a version to watch on Crackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it's pretty high quality, which you know, is Sony's a, Sony's streaming service. Yeah, I believe, which is it's free. It's free. Yep, it's mm-hmm. free. Don't need an account or anything. Really? Yeah. 
Um, didn't find Thank it you, on any of the usual streaming services. Like, it's not available for purchase on Amazon. That's um, weird. I feel like Amazon has just about everything, like, if you're willing to buy it. Yeah, that's what... I mean, you know, I was assuming that this week's movie, The Boy Who Cried Bitch, wouldn't be available in most places because it's a Smaller relatively one. unknown movie. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this is Soderbergh, so I assume this would be a bunch of places. And it was, you know, until I found that Crackle link, I was a, I was a little worried. Like, where, where would this be? But we I'm, found it. it it'll be it. A, a good, much better quality watch than this week. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, no subtitles. We can only hope. And if they are... Uh, I hope they're in English. Yeah. All right. So tune in, everybody. Keep watching along with us. Yeah. I mean, thanks for for listening to this week. Hope you enjoyed the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, if you have any comments or, like, you know, segments that you want to see mm-hmm. about Adrian specifically, let us know. Yeah. E- email happy us. happy to take yeah. suggestions. What is the name of our email address? It's, it's BrodyCast, right? BrodyCastPod at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. BrodyCastPod. Brody at gmail.com. Brodycast at gmail.com was taken. Yeah. How do not email that. Yeah. No, that's Please. not us. It's if not someone us. emails you from Brodycast at gmail.com. They're imposters. It's not Don't it's trust not them. Us. We certainly don't trust them. I mean I know I don't. Yeah. Why like Who why would they? you? They stole our email address. Yeah. Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody. <laughs> All right. See you next yeah. time. See you next time.